Welcome to Exceptional Education, the education podcast hosted by ANZ UK. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast um, from Exceptional Talent. Um, you're joined by Angus and Matthew today. Hi Matt. Hi uh, Gus, lovely to be here. Thank you for welcoming me. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, we, um, we have had a little bit of a break um, recently because last week we had a webinar that we had on instead. Um, Matt, did you want to tell us a little bit more about that quickly? Yeah, so we were joined by um, Zana Flannerty from the uh, Makaton charity. Um, and if you haven't checked that out, do so because it was inspiring stuff. Um, it was done as a webinar because Makaton's a really visual tool. We wanted to see Zana communicate using Makaton. Um, and it was an absolute pleasure to spend 40 minutes or so with her and learn from her. So check yeah. it out. Yeah, we've had a um a well, it was a online virtual training before with Makaton training. It was re- it was really fun. I think it was actually my birthday on the <laughs> on the on the day, and um, everyone learnt some basic Makaton signing, and we um everyone sung Happy Birthday to Me in sign um, as indeed. well, we um, which I just just remembered then. But that was pretty pretty fun. That said, we, so we were all referred to as little Makatinis. We were referred to. As, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Um, well, today um or this this week we wanted to focus um on the different methods of getting into teaching, uh, with particular focus in the UK. Um, so we will touch on, you know, some, um, I guess, some things you need to know for overseas trained teachers who are joining us or OTTs, um, but a lot of it will be catered towards um, those wanting to get into teaching who are already in the UK um, and the various methods of um, how, you, how you can do that. Um, basically, so what I want, wanted to basically start off was, um, I guess, a, just a quick anecdote of how I got into teaching as well. Um, when I when I first started, I wasn't quite sure of what I was going to do, and I was doing some travelling around South America, and I, I knew that you know I just wanted to get a get a taste taste for education, and so I did some like English teaching while I was in South America, and I just found that um, I think. It was really useful for me because I then had some first-hand experience about how rewarding it could be to to then pursue a, a career in education, um, and it also just had some, you know, I guess some of that experience as well to draw on when I was doing my studying as well, um, in terms of which which sort of helped, I suppose, um, from that experience I'd gained. So, what I would recommend is if you or any friends that you you have. Um, are thinking about getting into teaching, I would um, recommend that trying to gain some experience first as a teaching assistant, special needs teaching assistant, cover supervisor, um, behaviour, you know, support, any any type of experience in schools can be really useful for you to not only sort of work out if it's the right career move for you, but it will definitely only help um, sort of down the line if you do end up pursuing, you know, some study to do your teaching, it'll help with that experience that you've gained within the classroom as well. Yeah, I think that, that initial experience is invaluable in terms of making the decision about what your future career holds. Um, but also you, you may you may jump in, try it for a period of time and think, actually, this isn't right for me, but you, you've gone and you've got some experience that you can fall back on. Yeah. Um, and it'll give you a real exposure as to what it's like to work within a classroom. And yeah. obviously we can support you with that. So Yeah, definitely. Please, please get in touch. And of course, we've still got that referral bonus. Um, if you do have any friends who are looking to gain some experience, you can refer them to us and we'll give you a £100 referral bonus for, um, for any educator who um, successfully signs up with us. So please get in touch if you know anyone who you can recommend. Um, so um, 
who can teach in the UK? So um, there's, um, it is quite, you know, there are quite a few different ways you can sort of get into teaching in the UK, but usually it would be UK trained teachers who have gone through their qualification here in the UK. If you've done a, if you do have a qualification from another country, such as Australia, New Zealand, or Canada, um, you can come over and teach as an overseas trained teacher or an OTT. Um, and then there is, there are also, if you do have a knowledge or skill set um, that you've gained through industry experience or any other study that you've done, you can actually work as an unqualified teacher as well, which um, is slightly less paid than you know somebody with who's a um, fully qualified teacher. But there are there are ways that you can sort of work either in further education, secondary education, as an unqualified teacher. It just might be a little bit trickier to um, you know to find those roles because a lot of schools do require you to have that fully qualified teacher status or QTS as we call it as well so so that's qualified teacher status which is the the main goal we would say for for any teachers looking to to sort of start a career in education as a as a teacher in in the UK I think from from our experience we, we would recommend that if you if you do want to go into teaching that you you find a way to gain QTS as soon as possible because it will only stand you in good stead yeah definitely and then what and what it means is that you can then get recognised on the main teacher pay scale um, as well, which will only help when you are sort of, you know, trying to get the dream role that you've um, that you're you're trying to um, obtain, but also get, I guess, get paid um, at the level that you should be um, if you've got that um, qualified teacher status. So overseas, just we will touch quickly on overseas trained teachers, but a lot of it will tend will be more um, suited to um, those in the UK, but. The OTTs, um, they can apply for QTS when they arrive in the UK. It is a very straightforward process um, for them to apply for um, for QTS at a pretty small cost as well. Um, I think it's you know 20 to 30 pounds to, to apply. The only condition is you do need to have completed your provisional teaching years, whether that's in Australia or New Zealand. So myself, for example, came over as an OTT. Um, I hadn't completed my first year of teaching and, and jumped through all the hoops to get my full teacher license, but I could, was still eligible to work as an overseas trained teacher here. And you can do that for up to four years um, before you then need to go through the process over here to, to obtain your QTS. Canadians are very lucky uh, because they um, most, well, most if not all complete a, um, a four year degree, which um, automatically means that they're fully qualified teacher which means they can just um, apply for QTS as soon as they as soon as they arrive in the UK um, so qualified teacher status as we've said um, the majority of schools in England um, and Wales um, sort of require teachers or permanent teachers to have qualified teacher status and it would allow you to work in primary secondary and special needs schools um, in order to to, to get that um, QTS there are various ways that you, you can um, obtain it and we're going to go through those now for you but various courses in terms of like how much it might how long it will take um, courses can take um, up sort of from one year um, if you're doing full-time study like you can do it part-time which might take a little bit longer um, and some courses are you know two years for postgraduate courses or you know in training on the job courses um, but a undergraduate will usually be around four years or so and the cost is usually around nine, up to around nine to nine and a half thousand 
pounds per year, but there are different ways that you can, you know, make sure that to keep costs down, there are ways that you can get that course funded by the school. There are student loans available and other sort of funding that can help you out financially when completing that um, teacher training. Certainly for for rarer subjects or for, or for subjects where it's more difficult to find teachers, grants are available. And um, as Gus said, we're going to take you through some of the options and present some of those to you now, whereby you don't have to pay anything and you can you can you can earn a wage whilst you're learning how to become a teacher. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so um, I guess the the first one we will start with is just gaining your QTS through an undergraduate teaching degree. So that's um, applying for applying for university to do to do a teaching qualification. Um, and those those courses usually take around four years for you to complete. Um, of course, there are funding and student loans um, available to you. Um, but and that will usually result in you finishing your degree with a bachelor of some sort. For example, you could finish with a Bachelor of Arts, Bachelor of Education, Bachelor of Science, um, or another undergraduate um, qualification, but then you'll also receive your qualified teacher status alongside that as well. Um, so um, that's for the, I guess, the, the diehard teachers who come out of come out of education and, oh sorry, come out of their secondary schooling um, and they know exactly what they want to do. They've got a passion for education. They've um they've got it all mapped out. They can get straight into straight into that course so that they can they can get going with it as well. Um, for those of you who like myself, who took a little longer to um, a late bloomer, you might say to to actually decide what you wanted to do, you might have gone off and done a done a, a degree of some sort, not really knowing what you um, wanted to do. Not too dissimilar to what I did, and then you might want to do come back and do a postgraduate qualification as well. So there are postgraduate courses. We call these um, uh, PGCEs or PGDEs. It's a postgraduate certificate uh, in education or a postgraduate diploma in education for those who have already got a, um, a qualification under their belt. Most of these courses um, will require some university-led training, um, but then you'll spend a bit of your time across the course of a year um, in, in schools completing placements where you might have a mentor teacher or teacher who can provide you, you know, a bit, a bit of support and a bit of feedback for you to obviously learn from, because you will make mistakes when you when you first start your teaching qualification. Um, but both those courses um, are typically done within one year of study, in addition to your um, your qualification that you've already got. At the end of that, um, you'll usually uh, uh, when you finish your um, PGCE or PGDE, you'll usually um, come out of that with your with your QTS as well. And again, courses are around nine thousand, you know, also pounds per year for that one, and there are funding um, and student loans available for that as well. So the other options are, and Matt, you're going to run through these these um, other options of getting into teaching. Yeah, thanks, Gus. So I'm going to talk firstly about um, Schools Direct. So Schools Direct is a school-led route into initial teacher training. It's run by a partnership between a lead school and other schools and an accredited teacher training provider. Um, now, those courses typically take a year. They'll often result in a PGC or a PGDE. They'll always result in QTS. You'll need a degree to go into them. Um, so you'll need, a, you'll need a, a bachelor's degree in order to start one of those. All the training is done on the job. Um, you're taken out of school for, um, I think it's, it's a day every six weeks or so where you, where you do some off-site learning but really you are on the job and learning. 
Um, and the same with the skipped course, so that's a school-centered initial teacher training. Um, and those are run by local groups of schools, giving graduates the opportunity to receive practical training and learn on the job. Um, most of these programs, but not all, allow trainees to gain a PGCE or a master's level certificate towards an education qualification. Um, it's a school-led program, and again, you spend most of your time in a school teaching. Um, with a skit, you'll, you'll break down and you'll teach across two schools, so you get a, an experience of working within a different environment or contrasting environment for where you're doing most of your learning. Um, you've got extensive support networks through mentors, teachers, peers, and it's all designed to help you get the most out of your time whilst you're learning and teaching at the same time. Um, these courses are well established now and have produced some fantastic teachers. Um, so nice to know there are different ways, different routes to get to your dream job. Yeah, perfect. Thanks, Matt. And then um, I guess there's, there's another way as well, method that you can get in, which is called Teach First. Um, and this is, again, you know, it does require... Um, a degree um, to enter I believe um, it, it'll take it'll take two years for you to complete but it is on the job training um, where you would do most most of your learning within a school one school um, or you know uh, one school and these are usually schools that are from deprived areas um, in the UK um, and you know do do require that I guess they have a bit some teacher shortages so they do you know require you know some creative methods to, to get educators engaged with with um, teaching and get them you know uh, a way for them to complete their course without while being paid as well at the same time so we've actually got some some differences between the teach first and the um, and the schools direct um, route to to go through as well so I'll just run through those quickly so well first of all some similarities between schools direct and teach first um, so both in both in both cases, you're going to be spending the majority of your time um, in in the in one school, um, school direct potentially across one or two, um, but but certainly teach first. You 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 would spend most of your time in in the one school. Um, they both do um, have a salary that is attached to it. So rather than being a, a poor uni student who's only um, accumulating a bit more debt in their um, student loan, you're actually getting paid um, usually on the unqualified teaching um, scale while you go through um, your um, teaching qualification. Once you do finish that course, you'll of course you know be, be eligible to get paid on the main, main teacher's pay scale as well. Uh, in both in both cases, you're going to have a timetable of your own lessons that you're right from the beginning that you'll have a responsibility um, to uh, plan for and deliver and assess um, with with the support of of mentor teachers around you. Um, in in both cases, there will be I imagine there'll be levels. There'll you you'll start off on a you know maybe a, a lower teaching load, and as you um, develop develop further through the course you'll of course take on more responsibility and and increase that teaching load so you're you're taking on responsibility of more classes um in both in both cases the schools um or the institution you're, you're doing it through will pay for your training fees so not only do you get paid through the course you will also um have your fees paid for which is um, a handy incentive to um to get get more people into education um God knows we've got a uh, educator shortage at the moment, so um, any any incentive is certainly useful. Um, and then in in both cases, you will need to demonstrate that you do have the skills 
um, in order to be able to you know run a class. So you you, you will need to have the develop, show some evidence that you've got some the ability to to manage manage behaviour within the classroom and ability to you know be able to plan and, and deliver quite sorry quality lessons before your course starts. So quite often you should be able to show evidence of that either through you know TA or cover supervisor experience you might have gained through ANZUK um, or, or other sort of experience you might have working with children um, in a sort of coaching or you know tutoring sort of setting as well. Um, the differences so school direct um, salaried places are managed by the training provider like a university um, for example whereas Teach First is, is a charity that's set up to train teachers in schools um, uh, in areas of high deprivation as well. Um, school direct applicants can quite often apply to the school of their choice whereas Teach First applicants will need to have a little bit of flexibility to work across different areas um, of high deprivation. Um, any schools in England and Wales can offer a school's direct salary, sorry, salaried place, um, whereas again, Teach First it, it does require it to be in you know only areas where they, there is that need for those um, uh, teacher training programs to take place. Um, school Direct typically typically takes between one around one year for you to complete, in which case you um, can then likely continue on with a full time position at the end of your um, at the end of your training. Whereas Teach First um, trainees are obliged, quite often obliged to stay at the school that they've completed their two years of training and then they can complete their early years, sorry, early careers teacher um, pathway to become a fully qualified teacher over here. The, um, just, just on that as well, um, the, the early careers teacher is a, new, is a new term now. It was formerly called an NQT, a newly qualified teacher, which you would complete a year of, um, of full classroom teaching responsibilities, but you were sort of monitored um, by the school and um, there would be an appraisal at the end of the year for you to, to have completed that to be fully qualified in the UK. They've since trained that, changed that now to a, to a two-year, I guess, probation court, uh, period, if you like, where it's called the Early Careers Teacher Pathway, where you were, are sort of, you know, su sort of not supervised in lessons, but monitored and, and provided with feedback and support over a two-year period now before you're technically got the trainer wheels off and you're you're off and running as a fully qualified um, teacher in the UK. Um, school directs, um, just finally, school direct uh, courses will automatically um, result in you ha achieving qualified teacher status, uh, whereas Teach First trainees are usually awarded a PGCE where the, you can go go on then to to achieve your um, uh, qualified teacher status as well. Um, if you've already if you're already experienced as an unqualified teacher as well, perhaps you've been, you know, you've started as a teaching assistant, but you've got a specialty in music or or another sort of subject area. You might be working as an unqualified teacher in a school with a certain amount of experience. There are ways that you can then um, uh, do a short course in order to demonstrate, you know, you have the abilities to to teach, and then you can result in qualified teacher status that way. There are courses that allow you to do that in a twelve week. Um, 12 week program or so assessment only um, program as well um, so and then just allows you to meet meet those standards um, for you to uh, gain the qualified teacher status 
Um, Matt, you've got some uni fairs that you've been along to recently that you might have some info to share on that one as well. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're working really closely with um, teachers who are looking for their ECT placements um, and we can support teachers who are looking um, for schools to support them that way. We work really closely with the University of Northampton um, and there's a course there that's run by um, Dr. Helen Caldwell and this course is for educators who've gained QTS but want to gain a PGCE. Um, the course takes a year, the, all the learning's done online and it's all done remotely um, and Helen's working with cohorts of educators and teachers who are based all across the globe. Um, now this is particularly interesting I think for those teachers who are who have QTS but didn't do a PGCE and want to go and work in Australia um, because you need a PGCE and QTS in order to be a recognised teacher to go to Australia and work over there. Um, but that's, um, that's a really interesting and, um, and viable option for anyone who wants a bit of extra training. Um, and I know that um, Helen Caldwell runs a fantastic course down there and would really welcome your interest if you wanted to inquire and learn a bit more about that. Perfect. Thanks, Matt. Okay, so um, just some tips, I suppose, just to, to finish off. Um, we would certainly recommend, as mentioned earlier in the in the podcast, recommend to try and gain some experience within classrooms, trying to develop to find out more about the profession, find out more about your what your approach to education would be, gain some of that in-classroom experience, which then you can utilise in that course, um, in whichever course you end up taking on further down the track. I think, um, sorry guys, also on that, that, having that experience within a school strengthens your application, so if you want to go and work, if you want to get your PGC through a prestigious university, or you want to go on and do a Teach First or a Schools Direct course, having that in-school experience is so valuable for you, because it beefs out your CV, it gives you loads of relevant stuff to talk about at interview, and you're already learning, you're learning tips and strategies of how to cope with the classroom, so I, I can't speak uh, highly enough of gaining that experience before you launch into your qualification. Yeah, perfect. Um, and then there are, um, a lot of this information can be found online as well. So um, I would encourage you to sort of um, head to getintoteaching.education.gov.uk forward slash ways to train. Um, there's plenty of information on there regarding all of um, the different methods of getting into teaching that you can browse through. Um, there are also teacher training advisors available that you can help, help you online when if you're trying to work out which method might be um, well suited um, well suited to you um, when going or trying to get into education and when to apply well courses um, are typically or applications typically open um, in October for, for entry in the following year and they generally remain um, open until they until they are full so if it is a little bit later and getting a bit closer to sort of September when the, when the courses might be might be starting um, there may still be places available so it is still worth um, reaching out um, and there are some courses that also start in January as well so um, you know that using that um, course advisor or, or teacher training advisor they might be able to help you with that with that process as well as well if you just want to get the ball rolling straight away um, well as yeah I think that's 
basically it, Matt. So, yeah. yeah. So thanks so much for, for, for tuning in. Obviously, please get in touch with us if you do want to. If you or any friends um, you know would like to sort of gain some more experience in schools, we could certainly use you. We're absolutely, we're absolutely flat out at the moment um, on the teacher and the teaching assistant front. So please do get in touch. And if there's any any feedback from today's podcast or any any um, topics that you'd like us to cover in future, please do, do get in touch as well. Um, uh, but yeah, otherwise we'll see you next time. Thank you.